Western Super. It's the heroin drug capital of Europe. Is it? Shopo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I'm Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. How do you know it's it's the heroin capital of whatever? Like every time I go there, they always say that, and then you just see a load of dead people. The audiences are just dead. It's just a horrible, horrible place. Good fish and chips. It's quite pretty. Whenever people come to our town, we lie to them that um, the sitcom Open All Hours is based on a local shop here and that the sitcom The British Empire is based on our sports centre. There is an element of why we say that about uh, Open All Hours because the two Ronnies filmed around here. They did some of the uh, Phantom Raspberry Blower here and also the X exterior shot for the allotments was from here as well ah. but none of that has anything to do with roy clark and open all hours so we know well yeah i mean open all hours is very much a um i was associate with the north yeah it's set in the north is it yes good so there no you're not if you had to have sex with a car what sort of car would you have sex with i don't see how i'd have sex with a car well, say like they're like transformers but they they can transform into to to willy wielding robots right which car would you like to have a willy wielding robot <laughs> robot fuck you with um, Simon, a Toyota MR2, I think. Ugh. What the old one, the, the the square boxy one, rather than the 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 the, the one, well, the feminine one, the curvy one. Because if you're going to get raped by a robot, it may as well be angular. Well, exactly. You'd, it's also a prettier want, car. I mean, the Jaguar E-Type is the prettiest. Oh, car. that's a good point. Yeah, that but is true. It doesn't. It, there is no way to have sex with it other than I don't know the gear stick. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a question that occurred to me in the moment. What moment? The, the moment Would where you I ever had nothing think... else to say. <laughs> the moment. The thing is, you thought of David Jason and Ronnie Barker, <laughs> and then you thought, ooh, what car will I have sex with? Well, I quite like the basket on the front of David Jason's bike. Also, that till tries to eat Ronnie Barker, doesn't it? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> no, seen I... Open All Hours. I've never seen it. Okay. I know he stutters. That's true, he that does. That is it. Yeah. So anyway, Dan wants to know, what is the opposite of a match? Now, we're very specifically, we're talking about matches that you strike and they catch fire, like fire in your pocket, basically. Mm. Um, do you know why they're called matches? No. It's because they have to match with the pack that they're... Well, safety matches do, yes. Yeah. Um, but that's not why they're called matches. No. Mm. Why are they called matches? So it's basically, it refers to the length of cord that was impregnated with chemicals that you used to use as a fuse on cannons. Uh, and it was they were called quick matches or slow matches, depending on how quickly they burnt. But I don't know why they were Still called that... matches particularly. Exactly, that doesn't explain the situation, it does it? It derived from the old French meche, referring to the wit of a candle. Ah. Ooh. So it's a French thing. It's the Normans. Yes, it's all yet all, again. Always the Normans' faults. We're mm. the Normans. No, they're the Romans. I know. I was making a historically inaccurate reference to Eddie's get... bit. <laughs> Dressed to kill. I love that. I love that. If you haven't watched Eddie's Dressed to Kill and you're a comedian, watch it. Because when I was a kid, I watched it and thought, oh, this is really fun, it's really good. 
as a comedian, it is a hell gig until about Ooh. 30 minutes in. He, yeah, he... He's dying on his ass, and I feel so sorry for him. And then he gets him. And he they just... filmed it and released I know. it, which I is know. the nuts thing. But it, you don't notice it as somebody doesn't know. You just think he's working you really hard, and so you really like him because he's working yeah. hard. Yeah. It's not like these... I get really annoyed because I really like Ellen DeGeneres, mm. but then you watch her shows and they're in front of her fans, and so all it is is, hello, yeah. Hysterical laughter, applause. Yeah. And then she says the name of a town and then there's a five-minute wait for the audience to calm down because you named a town. Yeah. I mean, it really is geography for idiots. <laughs> you want to earn your, your laughter, don't you? Well, it's not even you want to earn your laughter. I mean, if you're, woo, look at me, yes. I exist. Yes. And it's so annoying. So a man called William Newton patented the wax vesta which is a wax stem on cotton threads and a tip of phosphorus so i guess that's where we get swan vesta from eventually oh, so i have no idea i mean is, is that where swans batches come from well i guess that's why they call swan oh my vesta. god sorry 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 i was walking down thames path right yeah and lots of very cheeky swans on the thames path wanting like you know bread so i got quite close to this one and i took a picture mm-hmm. and as i took a picture it was rolling its eyes which is because my conversation isn't very good. I know this. I'm sorry. But so I took a picture and it rolled its eyes because I was going, yeah, baby, like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as it rolled its eyes, it revealed its iris because that's why, you know, how we've got an iris that's of a colour and then we've got a pupil and we've got the white around it. Mm-hmm. So you saw a sliver of white, then you saw the iris and then you saw the pupil and the pupil's the black bit and you just think, oh, they've just got black eyes. They don't. It had blue eyes. Ooh, sexy ones. Well, for obviously it's a fucking swan, dude. You can't get a sexier animal than no, a swan. I don't, I don't think swans are sexy. You don't fancy... I think, <laughs> no, I think swans think they're sexy, but they're not. They haven't they got are. robotic willies, so I'm not interested. Yeah, they're not cars. No, they're not cars. They don't make you think of the north. Yeah, there's nothing sexy about a swan. They're just vicious. Yeah, but they're birds. All birds are vicious. Yeah. Oh, I saw a bird. I saw saw a toucan. I saw a toucan drinking fizzy water and going mental. How did it get fizzy water? It was being given fizzy water. Oh. It always tries to seal its owner's coke, and so it was getting fizzy water instead, and it was just kicking itself in the beak, and then kept dipping its beak in the fizzy water and kicking itself in the beak, presumably because it was tingly. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Like, surely that, that toucan would have burst, because, like, pigeons, they can't regulate their gas. No, that's true, they can't burp. I, I, assume, they? I assume they can't burp, anyway. Can a toucan burp? Tell us via... It would echo around beautifully in a toucan's beak. Oh, it would be amazing, wouldn't it? It it would be a sonorous belch. (laughs) Talking of sonorous belches, let's get back to the podcast. So what is the opposite of a match? A thing that is primarily left in your pocket to start fires and light cigarettes, I suppose. I would suggest it would be something that you carry about that puts out fires. Ooh, but, but we don't have portable fire extinguishers, do we? I think it is licking your fingers. Oh, when you do put a candle out. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, you're quite right. The opposite, Dan, of a match is this. How are you going to spell that? Yeah, I'm not sure how you would spell that, but, you know, it's cool. Right, Jack wants to know, what is the opposite of the carry-on films? How many carry-on films do you think there have been? About the same number of... Oh, I know what it is, though, Simon. Oh, well, save that for later. Oh, but... I can't without oh, answering on. your go first question. About the same number as Fast and Furious. Films. <laughs> 
Yeah, that could be about right. Um, so there are 31, but I think there have only been seven Fast and Furious Fast... films. Oh. Friday the 13th has had quite a few. A Bond, of course, has had probably... We've already done Bond. The Not the franchise, the, the person. I oh. believe Michael Palin is the opposite of yeah. James Bond. The very first carry-on was carry-on sergeant. Then it went nurse, teacher, constable, regardless, cruising, cabbie, jack, spying, Cleo, cowboy, screaming, don't lose your head, follow that camel, doctor, up the kyber, camping, again doctor, up the jungle, loving, Henry, at your convenience, matron, abroad, girls, dick, behind England. That's carry-on, Emmanuel and Columbus. It kind of got ruined carry-on as the sexual liberation happens because people couldn't laugh at the word bottom anymore. Yeah, it wasn't a release. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, there's this there's this thing in comedy where you want you need the restriction in order for it to be funny. Like mm. I can get away with a lot crapper jokes in an institution like the British Museum that I can in a comedy club because you say them in the British Museum and everybody goes, "Oh my god, did you can't say this positive." She yes. said fuck. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's a release of uh, tension as well, isn't it? Yeah. So that that helps as well. Yeah. Uh but yes, I've never walked into the British Museum and said fuck. Have you you had a fuck in the British, in the British Museum. Uh, no, because there are no robot willy wielding cars in there. There was a car in there when they did the South African exhibition a few oh, years ago. Okay, did, did it have a willy? Had a, I don't know. There are lots of dildos in the British Museum, though. <laughs> oh my god, Simon, 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 Simon. Oh, Simon. God. Yeah. I'm in a museum at the moment in are Thetford. You? Yeah. Well, explain. They've got right. Thetford is a town. It's a market town in Norfolk, famous for. Eh, and it has an ancient house museum there. And in the ancient house museum, they have an exhibition on LGBT people. Well, maybe people who got arrested and executed in dis. But they've got a little LGBT explaining to the good people of Thetford all about queer and about the different terms and about what things mean. And it's all been largely put together by the staff at the museum and some kids who I also taught how to speak out their face. And as a result, there's a little video of them talking about LGBT rights and doing history club stuff. And there's a picture of me squeezing my own ass, jumping up and down. <laughs> you are immortalised in theft. I am, but until the exhibition ends. So go to the Ancient House Museum and watch the video and see Izzy jump up and down, squeezing her ass. Is it on YouTube? No. Is it's it on new porn? The, it's n- probably, yeah. Everything's on new porn, isn't it? They put Butterfly normal effect, things. Yeah, they put normal yeah. things on new porn. There was a guy who did really well. There was a comedian who did really well because he released his special on new porn. Nice. And it was full. And there's some people who just enjoyed it. And there's some people at the end just and it and it's literally like um, comedian gets fucked by an audience or something like that. Right. Is how he did That's it. Nice. And and yeah, and he basically they had comments just going at no point was there any fucking. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Which is really funny. But that's genius. I mean, that's the sort of brain that I actually really like. And I, I was I was quite excited. So I watched his D and it the, the joke of being put on new porn was better than any of his jokes. Oh, which to be joke. fair, it's a high it's a high bar. Yes, he set true. himself a very high bar. True. But um yeah, yeah. I, I was a bit I was a bit like I'm not sure if that was your idea. And whoever idea it was would have done a better set, maybe. In terms of comedy on new porn though, it wasn't very high because I've seen some very funny 
your shit on you. <laughs> now, now. So, in 1980, they were going to yeah. do Carry On Dallas, but they'd written the script and they had to abandon it when the Dallas producers demanded a royalty fee, which would have been 20 times the total production budget. That wow. was how big Dallas was. I wonder if wow. that was before Who Shot JR. I can't remember what year they did Who Shot JR. Oh, of course, because Dallas was a, a TV show. <laughs> I can't think of Dallas without thinking of the young one spoof. Okay. Anyway, yes, you're quite right. The opposite of the Carry On films is the Fast and the Furious films. Paul wants to know, what is the opposite of a Dalek? Ooh. Yeah. Dalek. Ooh, I know. I know. Oh, oh. I know. I know. What? Um, oh, what's her name? Diana Troy. Diana Troy? Yeah. Yeah, I think we've done that, though. She's the opposite of Wolf. Oh, bollocks. Yeah, so you're going to have to think a little harder whilst I explain that the Daleks were created by Terry Nation and they were designed by Raymond Cusick. They're Nazis, but yeah, they're, 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 they're Yeah, very deliberately Nazis. Yeah. Did you know? Now, this is interesting. Did you know that Mastermind, you know, dum, 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 John Humphreys is a Dalek? No. The music, they sit on the Dalek. The music to that is called Approaching Menace, and the guy who invented it very deliberately based it on his experience of being interrogated by the Nazis. So the whole name, occupation, specialist subject is name, number, and rank, and the darkness in the chair and the the, the barrage of questions. So mastermind based on Nazi interrogation. Yeah, well, lots of things are based on Nazi interrogation. (laughs) Such as? This podcast. This podcast is not based on a Nazi interrogation. I bet you, if in Guantanamo... You've told me it's the opposite of a Dalek, which has not yet been invented. (laughs) No, no, it'll be... It'll be, you know how they play like Barney the Dinosaur music to people mm. in Guantanamo? I bet them, they play them really irritating podcasts as well. Oh, do you think that's why anyone listens to our podcasts is because we're being yeah. used as... Um, hey, I'm all for that. That's a download. Measures. That's good. It's a, a download if is you're a download torturing, is a if you've got political prisoners that you're torturing, yeah. play them our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay, so the opposite of a Dalek. Mm-hmm. What comes in a can which actually looks quite nice? Like tuna. Is tuna? Yeah, no, but tuna in a can doesn't look nice. No, but the cats like it. I don't think my cats would like a Dalek. Actually, they might do because they're quite stringy. They need a Dalek. Chew on a d- if they yeah, could catch they'd... it and, you know, tin open it. Chew on it, yeah. Yeah, they probably just sleep on its head. Like like a rumba. Jelly though, I I like jelly. Oh, they've got jelly in them, definitely. Yeah, definitely. They look quite gelatinous. In fact, do you think a Dalek is just cat food in a tin, the way it used to be? I think I think it, it was the Dalek episode that made me really really like Chris Eccleston's Doctor the best. Yeah, that's the second he episode. Went, I think. Yeah, he he went proper. He was proper. He he reacted to that big you know pedal bin. Yeah, like Absolutely. it was scary. Actually, that could be it, couldn't it? I mean. Talking of a non-scary pedal bin, we're talking R two D two, and you always want to find the opposite of R two D two. Oh, I love R two D two. Doesn't have anything bad in him. No, that's true. And he really can't go upstairs. He saves the day more often than he has ever given credit for R two D two. Exactly, and he is he is adorable, and he's a sarky little shit as well. Exactly, and he never exterminates anybody. Really, kind of. I think he he does, doesn't he? He he zaps. Um. 
what's his name? The little Muppet that sits in... Is it an Ewok? Oh, no. Is it, oh. Is it Kermit? It is, it's based on Kermit's look, but oh, what's he called? I want to say Scroobius Pit, but it's not. It's Sal- Salacious Crumb. Oh, I did that without looking it up. I'm amazed. Yeah, Salacious Crumb. But yes, okay, yeah, I think you're right. I think the opposite, Paul of a Dalek, is R2-D2. Therefore, this Yay. week we have worked out that the opposite of a match is a... a that the opposite of a carry-on film is a Fast and Furious film, and that the opposite of a Dalek is R2-D2. You may plug your other podcasts. Does that mean that the opposite of Darth Vader is the guy who... who what's his name who creates all the Daleks? Davros. Yeah. I always want to say Stavros, but that's that's a Harry yeah. Enfield character. Yeah, it is. Mm. My other podcasts include the Zed This Dead List. This week, when I release it, because Libsyn's being weird today, mm-hmm. um, it will be all about basketball, because why not? I also do the British Museum member cast, and I also uh, am on Making History on Radio 4, which you can download on the Making History website. You can currently get the first book in my Normal Verse trilogy for free on various free! reading devices, such as the Kindle or the Kobo or your Android or iPhone. I, Simon, have pins and needles. Do you? Yeah. What's the opposite to die of pins and needles? Um, it's going to be the moment... I think it's sitting in a chair, but um, anyway... I'm going to go away now. Okay. Bye-bye. Hello.